0: Blog Talk
1: Radio Peace peace everybody what's going on out there in Blog Talk Universe This is Minister Jew coming to you live and direct um man haven't been on this platform in a minute man we don't really use this Blog Talk like we used to when it first came out but um I figured why not knock off some of this dust over here and um, utilize one of these outlets to get this message out, um, you know. So we appreciate everybody coming through tonight, you know, on this Monday evening. Appreciate you guys taking an hour or two of your time to come kick it with Minister Jude, the priesthood, um, and so we thankful, you know, for your listening ear as always. Um, First things first, get a couple things out of the way, a few advertisements here at the top of the show. That way we can kind of just let the show flow after that. First up, March 4th, um, next month, I'm going to be putting on what I call the Quantum Vision Board Workshop. Uh, We're going to really get it in. Uh, I'm quite sure a lot of you all are familiar with vision boards, um, they have been popular over the last many years. Uh, even some churches actually take vision boards and actually utilize it. I know some churches receive some backlash for it because they're saying, you know, what are these doing in the house of God? But it's clear that they really don't read their Bible. Uh or better yet, really translate some of the those passages because man, oh man, if they only knew that's what the whole thing is about. But um, Nonetheless, Minister Jew going to be getting it in on March 4th, teaching people the science behind the Quantum Vision Board. We're going to take it to another level of understanding. Um, the more meaning, the more definition you have to what you're doing, the greater the results and the outcome will be that has been proven in multiple studies utilizing these principles in science. And I think that I have one of the strongest grips on understanding what this quantum phenomenon is about, and being able to convey it in some very easy, simple terms and ways for people to be able to understand it and practically implement it in their lives. Um, we write around five million dollars in testimonials for that, For those that may be new here tonight, first time here, Minister do speak. I know I've been using um, the Instagram platform a little bit more. The Twitter platform a little bit more over the last 30 days, so you never know who's coming to listen on these shows. But if it's your first time coming to hear Minister Jew or anything from the priesthood, just like to give people a brief background. We've been utilizing these principles, teaching people how to access the quantum field via their own mind, via their own structures in their brain. It's not nothing outside of self. We teach people how to go inside, in detail, we just don't say, oh, you got to go in, brother. Oh, you got to go in, sister, because that becomes so vague, and people like, okay, go in, go inside myself, but how, where? And so a lot of times it gets blurry right there. It's a lot of fluff in there, and so I make it my business to go into detail, specifically in my memberships, and whenever I put on a challenge or a workshop like this to give people insight, a lot of case studies, not no quote-unquote pseudo stuff, but actual case studies where you can go read this stuff yourself, right? It's not coming out of no New Age material because I know how a lot of people feel about that, so I don't even deal with none of that type of stuff. I just make sure that I give people the hardcore data surrounding these principles and phenomena so that people can have enough confidence to do a right brain technique that um, gives them the opportunity, I will say, to utilize their right brain and more of their intuitive creative faculties within themselves, all right? So um, within the last three years, we had about $5 million in collective testimonials from all the people that have ever participated in this thing that we've had going for a few years now. Um, We've got healing testimonials. I just posted a video last month. Uh, Well, actually this month we rolled up to Troy, Michigan, to go see Karen Allen, who – along with myself and and herself, obviously, we healed her from anemia. This is a fact. She got all the doctor's documentation showing where she had anemia. She was anemic. The sister laid her testimonial out. She was passing out in the bathroom, taking showers, blacking out, right, taking two-hour bathroom breaks at work because she just didn't have the energy. She couldn't sleep on her back. These are facts. So, You know, she gave her own testimonial for it. Two and a half years suffered with it. Two weeks came into a program that I had, gave her the blueprint of how to tap the cells and get into the cells in her body to communicate with the field of of light called the quantum field, which has been verified by science, to to govern your cellular cellular body. These are facts. This is not, not making none of this up, right? So when we understand that, then we can take this whole thing that we think is reality to another level, right? So, um, you know, healing, money, all of these things we've been able to render. People having um, post traumatic stress disorder, uh, healing people from situations that have traumatized them from the past, all kind of stuff. You know, it's too many testimonials to count. I post them every day. Every week I'm getting some men coming from somebody. Last week it was Robert Butler Bay came through with an $800,000 testimonial out in Broadview, Illinois. His brother owns his own. Um, he, he facilitates garbage can uh, and you know janitor supplies, and he's been in the membership for five months. Been doing the techniques, and he sent over a testimonial a couple weeks back. He won the bid out here in Cook County, right? Eight hundred grand is what his brother gonna be making, right? So you know, it's just the truth. We are the truth. Like I, I don't really know how else to say that other than that, and let people speak for the for themselves to talk about the experience when they come in here. To rock with what we present them, you know, and so um you know March 4 calendars make uh a, a, dedicate yourself to get in there and really change your life because I'm telling you nobody lays out the information better than I do and I just feel confident enough to say that um, based upon my own personal experience and the people around me who have been able to uh, grow and bloom utilizing this information. So that's March 4 the Quantum Vision Board Workshop. Go to the website, www.theimaginationguru.com. Click on the Shops tab. Scroll down the webinars, and you'll be able to participate and purchase um, your seat there for March 4th, all right? Uh, outside of that, coming up next month also, I think it's going to be the weekend of the 23rd of March. I think this might be number 26, trip number 26, 25 or 26, me and my brother, Noble Pooh. Uh, We've been taking people on these trips all across the United States, taking people to sacred sites, ancient sites right here in their own backyard, getting an opportunity to appreciate the land that they currently live on, Um, showing people and taking people to some of these ancient mound sites. On this particular trip, we're going to visit one of the largest mound sites in Louisiana, uh, and we're going to travel over to uh, one of the largest crystal um, caves uh, on this side of the global hemisphere. So we're going to have a really, really good time uh, taking people to explore these locations and opening themselves up to having a new experience, all right? So if you're interested in that, you can go to the website, www.myastrologycoach.com. Again, my Astrologycoach.com. You click on the retreats tab and you'll be able to participate and purchase your seat from there. Um, I think it's a grand total of like 450 for the trip, uh, but that includes three nights at the hotel and your transportation once you make it to Memphis. So you got to drive in, bus in, train in, or fly in. That's on you. But once you get there, we will cover the transportation, the vans, the cars, etc., that we need to have to transport people to the mound sites and to the crystal sites so you don't have to worry about that once you arrive in Memphis. So you got to get there to Memphis, and you got to get back on your own. However you get there, however you get back, that's on you. But once you're there, we're guaranteeing you that you won't have to come out of your pocket for any transportation. That's all built into the $450 price, along with the three-night stay at the hotel. So as you can see, at $450, it's really just off the love because we've been doing it for so long, um, and we just really authentically love to have the experience to meet new people. So um, if you can get on down to Memphis, go to the website, myastrologycoach.com, click on retreats, and you'll be able to participate from there. If you're coming on that trip, you're going to want to make sure you put your deposit in soon because I think the last day that we're taking money is March the 16th. So you got about three weeks to make your mind up whether or not you want to boogie on down there and kick it with the priesthood in Memphis uh, and and, and to some of these sites that we're going to be going to. Um, So, boom, bada-bang, that's it on the advertisement. So let's get into the show tonight. So it's no secret, right, it's the Black Panther craze going on, right? Um, It's a bunch of arguments going on. It's a bunch of people vibing on a really, really high vibe, right? And the frequency is lovely because people are consistently going back to check it out. So it's a frequency that's being created here. Um, And so I'm here to cover all that tonight. I don't want to spoil the movie too much for the people who have not went to see it yet. But there are a few scenes that I want to touch on tonight that I think are for the work that I do individually with my people and, and also for the larger group as a whole. You know, for people who are um, out there uh, talking about this movie. Now, first thing that I want to do, let me see, where is this set you? This is the first thing that I want to cover tonight, right? Because this is going to set the grounds. For my commentary this evening, we got a lot of people, and i mean well i don't want to I don't want to be dramatic here, even though it is a nice amount of people. It's more people who are happy, there's more people who are enthusiastic, there's more people that have been motivated, so I don't want to overlook that at all. I want that to be shouted out from every mountaintop that it can possibly be shouted from because I would assume based upon what my senses have indicated to me from what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing, it is a larger majority of people who are excited about the Black Panther experience. But there is a nice amount of people, and to be honest, I'm going to be very, very honest, It is from the people who are, quote, unquote, what we call conscientious of social issues, of historical fallacies, of all of these different types of things that the average Joe Blow person who's in the movie theaters over the last three days have not taken the time out to find out and study. Those are the people that I'm talking about, all right? Now, I'm not saying that some of those aren't important to know. However, if you follow my commentary on social platforms, I strongly, and I repeat, I strongly emphasize to people that we're going to have to move away from the past and we're going to have to get comfortable creating the 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 future and the history in the now. Now, and here's the kicker. Most people think that because, it, this is the syndrome, they think that because everybody isn't aware of what happened in the past, that's what's somehow stopping all of us from being able to move forward and to create a new scenario. Well, let me tell you something. See, these are the people. Who have not studied their own hardware inside of their skull? So they, yes, they studied the history, yes, right. They sat at the feet of the master teachers who told them about Egypt and told them about this and told them about that, yes, right. But body was covering the tool in between their two shoulders, that's even allowing them to process the data. That's the problem. So we, here we are, right? not understanding the technology that we have as human beings inside of our, our body, right? And this is causing problems. Now, I set the stage earlier, and that's why I mentioned some of the accomplishments that I've accrued over these few years, right? And I tell you, you want to debate me, fine. But here's the kicker. I've changed more people's lives in three years than people who have been talking about this age-old history for 30. And I'm standing on that. I'm standing on my square on that. Every time you think that you want to go into that bag, you're going to have to contend with real-life flesh-and-blood people that will come and testify on Minister Jew and Noel Airpo's behalf that say, all those years I've been reading about all of this stuff, but my life and the circumstances around me didn't change till I got with these brothers. You know how many times we hear that on a regular basis? Every month somebody is calling and saying that to me. Oh, man, we we finally found it because that wasn't it. So then you're going to have to show me your results from actually having an impact on a person's life outside of a bunch of facts. Now I get it. Some of the facts may give a person self-esteem It may motivate a person, but a lot of times the facts that people be spewing out there it really don't do nothing but make people mad. First step is you're giving all this information, the people get mad immediately from all of the stuff that you've found out to happen with the really jits, black people with the, yada 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 yada, and in the first response, now their eyes been opened up to madness. They pissed off, right? And usually that's where they stay for about thirty years. 20 years, 10 years, they stay pissed off. Now, let me tell y'all something. And this is why there ain't been no accomplishments over there in that particular ballpark. I'm going to tell you why. Because every that anger, that frustration, all of that is stress. The structure in your brain that affords you to be creative enough to figure out solutions to problems shrink. When you're under that type of stress, it's called your hippocampus, specifically the one in the right hemisphere of your brain. So now you think you didn't got all this stuff figured out, and everybody's mad, gun ho, black power this, black power that. We pissed off, and that all that stress is shrinking the very structure in your brain that's going to afford you to come up with a viable solution. And that's why ain't there came from out of there. That's why. So they operate against themselves. And they showed that dichotomy with Killermonger and T'Challa, right? In the movie. But you you I, I automatically know who's who when I see the commentary. Team Killermonger. I know exactly who you are. You're one of them. It ain't gonna be no solutions come out of that. It just and it ain't came they came out of it. Now people might say, Well, you, has it any came out of from what you're doing? And I'm telling you, yes. From, from, from out of the sample that I got with the hundreds of people that I've helped, right? But see, here's the thing, right? What Minister Juwan Pooh is talking about is not necessarily so popular in the testosterone field arena of liberation for black people, right? So because of that, right, we don't garner the same amount of crowds or the same amount of attention, right? So we just quietly go along constantly producing some of the greatest results that's ever been produced inside of what people are calling consciousness. We just keep producing these results and the word is spread, right? But see, we're not necessarily the king type. We're the priestly type. We're here to get these dudes who have that audience, the real tools, to be able to succeed. But see, it's so comfortable. People get so comfortable, right? They, they um, you know, they only want to talk spirituality. They want to leave out half of the equation of African and black culture, right? They want to talk about all of the triumphs that we had, you know, all of the gold, all of the success, how long we reign, right? They want to deal with a lot of the particle side of reality but they never want to talk about the priestly side. They don't want to talk about the hidden force that was always there really is the backbone for the people. Now, if people view that today awkward, obviously because of the, the Christendom and the way that pastors today and ministers today are utilizing a book, obviously we know that it's flawed, the way that they're attempting to use it. So this is why... It gets the stigma that it has around it, like, oh man, that shit ain't it ain't real. That ain't that's whack. They, that's a white man thing. They got us praying to a white guy, and so I understand it. But I turn that thing upside down and show you how to really use it. Any day of the week. Any day of the week. Right? So I wanna read this, right? I wanna read this. I wanna read this. So that we so that we can we gotta start in this forehead, in this brain, so that people can understand when they, so they ever say, Oh, it's just a movie, Minister Jew. It's just a movie. It ain't reality. It ain't, you know, uh T'Challa ain't uh uh Ivan Van Sertima, and T'Challa ain't John Henry Clark, and T'Challa ain't Doctor Ben and T'Challa ain't that's all you've been saying. It's just it's a fictional character, see? These are unlearned people Right, who have not studied their own technology. So let me read this to y'all. It's not that long, but you, you, you bear with me. This is for, this was in the Time Magazine study. I actually wrote about this in my book, Imagination at Work. At the end of each day's practice session, they sat. Let me preface this. It's talking about a a, a scientist who's got a control group of people who wanted to see how the brain responded to people who were learning to play the piano, okay? So he hooked up these wires to their brain to see which part of their brain starts to respond as they're learning to play the piano. So that's, let me preface that. So at the end of each day's practice session, they sat beneath a coil of wire that sent a brief magnetic pulse into the motor cortex of their brain, located in a strip running from the crown of the head toward each ear. The so-called transcranial magnetic stimulation test allows scientists to infer the function of neurons just beneath the coil. In the piano players, the TMS, which is the transcranial magnetic stimulation, mapped how much of the motor cortex controlled the finger movements needed for the piano exercise. What the scientists found was that after a week of practice, the stretch of motor cortex devoted to these finger movements took over surrounding areas like dandelions on a suburban lawn. The finding was in line with, with a growing number of discoveries at the time showing that greater use of a particular muscle causes the brain to devote more cortical real estate to it. But Pascal Leon, who was a doctor and a scientist who was doing this study, did not stop there. He extended the experiment by having another group of volunteers merely think about practicing the piano exercise. They played this simple piece of music in their head, holding their hands still while imagining how they would move their fingers. Then they, too, sat beneath the TMS coil. When the scientists compared the TMS data on the two groups, those who actually tickled the ivories and those who only imagined doing so, they glimpsed a revolutionary idea about the brain. The ability of mere thoughts to alter the physical structure and function of our PMS revealed was that the region of motor cortex that controls the piano playing fingers are expanded in the brains of volunteers who imagined playing the music just as it had in those who actually played it. Mental practice resulted in a similar reorganization of the brain, Pascal Leon later wrote, If the results hold for other forms of movement, and there is no reason to think they don't, then mentally practicing a golf swing or four pass or a swimming turn could lead to mastery with less physical practice. Why is this important for what Minister you was talking about tonight? The mind cannot tell the difference between what's fiction versus what's fact. This has been scientifically documented already. The mind cannot tell the difference between what is fiction and what is fact. Now, there was another study, and I posted this from, uh, psych um, what was it? Uh, where the hell did I see it at? I think it was Psychology Today, where it said, uh, hold on, guys, let me see here. It said, it said, um, I'm having a break. Oh, what it said was, was that actors who play roles as medical doctors, like people on these sitcoms or these, you know, these hit series or these movies, people, famous people, or, you know, just, you know, B-list, whatever, the actors. They're acting these roles out as doctors. Do you know that these actors... Get phone calls from the general public from people who are sick and diseased and they actually get phone calls to them because the people who saw them on the screen have they saw it so much that their mind has conditioned them to believe that that person is actually a doctor, so they call these people who are only actors right because in their mind they have they have it has sunken into their subconscious that these people are really doctors. Now, you may say, but, Jew, I don't mean that they're really doctors and that they can heal them. Hold that thought. That's not true either. When you study these placebos, they show you that conditioning in a subject actually can produce the chemicals in the body. For example, Henry Beecher in the 50s was on a battlefield in one of the World Wars. They ran out of morphine on the battlefield. The nurse thought fast because the soldier's sitting there bleeding from a gunshot wound. They then ran out of morphine. She fills the syringe up with saline. The soldier sees her filling it up. He's thinking she's filling it up with morphine. When When she sticks the dude, his body responded to the saline like it was morphine. So what does that mean? Was that if the person has been conditioned well enough, even though the substance that is outside of them, which really isn't quote unquote real, acts as a stimulus for the person's brain and body to create a physical response that makes the man feel like he took a goddamn morphine shot? These are facts. This is a fact. Right? So now, Then they went on to say, they call it the CSI fact. They said they've noticed and juries, jurors, are now asking for more evidence inside of courtrooms and that circumstantial evidence isn't enough anymore the way that it used to be to be able to convict the person. And the studies are saying it is from people who are watching these shows whose IQ level is increasing based upon what they think is how real CSI is with all of the forensics, and now it's becoming difficult to convict people. TV show that's supposed to be fiction has caused a ripple effect in the populist mind, and now it is actually having an effect on, quote-unquote, the real judicial system. Now, I'm gonna take it a step further, because I practice this thing. I'm not just talking. I ain't no armchair guru. I I live this science. Okay, so in the movie Knowing, I'm gonna show y'all how how real this is. In the movie Knowing, that came out in March on March 20th, 2009, there is a scene in that movie where. Nicolas Cage is sitting in his chair. The clock strikes 12 o'clock midnight, and at that time, the news comes on his television. The guy is reporting an oil rig explodes in the Gulf of Mexico, killing 11 people. This is on the, the movie. The next year, April 20th, 2010, the exact same thing happened in the Gulf of Mexico, killing the same amount of people, right? And it was the same damn thing, a BP oil explosion. Now, some people may say that's a coincidence. Not when you study this phenomenon in the way that I do. We just, I mean, do you another one? That's more recent. That may help you see this thing even more clearly. If just was a shooting last week on Valentine's Day, wasn't it? Down in Florida, right? Everybody's familiar with that. If you're watching the news, you're on social media, I'm sure you've seen it somewhere, right? Just a shoe, right, last week, and in there, shot some kids up, killed the football coach, right? Well, let me show you how this matrix works. There's a singer by the name of David Bowie who wrote a record years back called Valentine's Day. And the song was surrounded around the psychology of a shooter. Well, in the song, he has these, these defining lyrics that talks about the shooter and teachers and football players. This is a fact. You can go research the song. Valentine's Day by David Bowie. On Valentine's Day, a shooter walked in a school and shot a football coach. Now, I got way many more examples in this, but I ain't, I ain't got to go into all of them for you guys to understand what's going on here. What we call art, what we call fiction, it's just like Octavia Butler, right? Great sci-fi writer, right? She has a story where she talked about this president, and the slogan was making the country great again, Right? And if, when you read it, because it's been a while since I actually went over that data, but when you read it, you see the striking similarities between her fictional character and the person that we're calling uh, the forty-fifth president of the United States, Donald Trump, and some of the exact same slogans that he ran on, and are some of the exact same slogans that she wrote about in her candidate in her book, in her work. So you know, everybody be all about the history, right? But like Bobby said, don't oh, nobody want to tackle the mystery. See what I'm saying? And so, and everybody know about Tahuti, right? And you know, Hermes, Tres we, everybody, all that. But do we really understand the principles at play? Huh? I'm trying to show y'all tonight what this Matrix is really about. So when people be talking, about, oh, it's just art. Oh, and it's a movie. Oh, you have no idea. What this thing is truly about, and I understand it. You've been educated to the level that you've been educated on. And I get it, but I'm going y'all gonna get these upgrades tonight. I'm sorry, I, you're gonna have to download these upgrades because do that, you're running an interference pattern on the potentiality that exists from this way that has been created. Now, let me give you some more science. The hippocampus, right? Because, you know, here's the other thing. Oh, now everybody want to go move. Everybody want to go to Wakanda. Wakanda, Wakanda. You know, now, you know, all the niggas just be hating, right? It's all on the strip to say it's not factual, brother, right? But, again, they don't understand what they know. The brain does not differentiate between fact and fiction, fiction. And don't get mad at you. Get mad at your creator who created the brain that you got. Because the white man didn't make your brain, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a, it's a natural way that the brain absorbs data and phenomenon. One brother come on in there talking that madness. You know, the next thing I know, he want to go all open in the Palestine somewhere. Come out. What happened to some black people over there? I'd be like, ah, oh, man, okay. They start going down that pathway. I I got to get out of dodge because it's obviously this conversation is above their their pay grade. They don't they you know they running they short circuiting when I'm trying to explain how this thing actually works. So, um. Anyways, so everybody's. Wakanda, oh, it's a fictional place. We can you know, you got to wake up and go do this tomorrow, and they know Wakanda. Let me tell y'all something. This is what I said when I saw all these people going in this movie. I said, oh, Jew, I get it. I say, this is the quantum exodus. Everybody is officially making a new real estate in their mind about where they're choosing to coexist with one another. It's the quantum exodus out of Babylon into a fictional place called Wakanda. Now, why is this important? Every single function that you do physically must first be conveyed by an electrical signal, i.e. a thought in your brain. That's a fact. That's a fact. But here's the kicker. Let me let me do this. Here's the kicker. When let me tell you how. Let me tell you how. Let me tell, let me tell you about your technology that you got inside. Of you. Let me tell you. When, say for instance, you're going to LA, but you've never been to LA before, first time going, you never stepped foot in LA, right? Do you know that your temple campus? starts to lay out the geographical location that you have physically never stepped your foot in before you even land in L.A.? Let me say say that again. Your hippocampus has the ability and does create the geographical, physical landscape of a place that you've never physically touched the ground before. These are facts. What does this mean? They call it a vector. It's a different type of name that they use for the math because they don't even understand it all. They're just watching this thing operate, right? And so it's a different type of physics. It's a quantum physics is what it is. So it's going beyond what your rational mind can understand, right? They, 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 they can, in Scripture, they say, the spiritual things are foolish to the carnal mind. You you're not going to get it, at least not at first. But I'm you you're gonna give these bars tonight. You going to get it. So what happens is, your mind and brain, right, can start to forge, right, a location that you've technically never been in before. But what happens when you start to add components and definition via images, even though you've physically never been there before? Now you're adding some more fuel to a mechanism that's already dynamic. So no, Wakanda may not be a physical location on the map yet. Any other place that has to be built up or you know, a a land that wasn't what it was before some other people got there. They had a vision of what they thought they wanted to accomplish, right? But we can talk about the colonizers and the white man, I get it. I'm not agreeing with what he did, but damn it, I understand how to look at the principle and separate the individual from what they did so that I can use the same principle, Because if I get too attached to the person and what they did, I won't look at the principle, which is what niggas be doing. So, excuse me, because I get passionate about this, because I'm serious about it. I live it. I experience it. The people in my close circle live it. They experience it. I know it's true. I'm not reaching for no philosophy here. I'm telling you what I know,
0: experience, man.
1: So, here we are upset, you know, brushing the toilet on Wakanda, right? You don't understand the potentiality of what's happening here, right? These are people with no vision. That's why they do it. They have no vision. If you ask them what does freedom look like to you, what does liberation look like to you, everybody's quiet. They're stuck. They don't know. They just know they don't like the white man. That's it. That's as far as it goes. We don't like the white man and black power. That's it. Every time somebody else comes with a vision, right? That that anger and that stress on that struck hippocampus in these people's brains, of course they're gonna hate on it. They stressed out. Of course. Of course. They can't see that the the cognitive structure, you know the hippocampus has a straight line to the frontal cortex in your brain, which is the CEO of the brain? So how how are you gonna think and have inspiration to create something from out of a bad situation? If the structure that's helping you cognitively think is shrunk from your stress and your anger and all of these things, how you gonna do it? You can't do it that's what I want to go into tonight, June. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. da 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 5 So now that I got that out of the way, oh, this is another point. Another point. Black people, this is what they do. These mad people, these mad black people, this is what they do. They start throwing around these these definite terms in order to try to validate some wax points. They're, they say stuff like this. Black people went and spent $25 million in one day on a film. Now, I see one post. Some dude said, not, watch this now, 98% of the money made on the first day was all from black people. That's what this dude said. Right, 98% is what this, look at this sensationalism that people create in order to keep the chaos and madness in their own minds going based upon what they think the revolution should look like, right? So they kill joys. So, you know, you know, no matter what, these types, no matter what you do, it's, it's going to be something that's wrong with it. It's always, it's just the way that it is with these people, right? So um, the facts are 37% of black people contributed to that 25 million. 35% of white people contributed to that money on the first date, and the other was like 18%, and then there was some more trickled in there. But for the most part, it was an even steven amongst blacks and whites Want to drop that bag off at the movie theater to watch the movie? Then they say stuff like, "Uh, you know, uh, what do black, black people support black businesses, you know, and all this stuff." But then you ask them, "What damn What business do you have? Who do you know with businesses?" And then see black black people always complain. See, I don't. I'm tell y'all something. I don't say that. I just don't. I'm not giving up no excuses, man. Black people don't make themselves extremely visible, right? We create businesses, and then we don't want to spend no money in it, right? We expect everybody to come running and dump all they support in it and say, hey, you're black, so let me just no, You've got to show some type of effort, man, because at the end of the day, people are people, and they like quality, right? So you've got to put some type of effort behind what it is that you're doing. You go Google search. These people don't pop up in the top two or three people. they not finding a way to make themselves more visible, right? But the first thing comes to my they don't support, yada, 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 then we should go spill our money, yada, 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 yada. And the only reason that becomes evident in situations like this is because it's more controlled, it's more observable to the public eye. Everybody's talking about Black Panther. It's on every social timeline, it's all over the news. The, it's people talking about it at work. The kids are dancing about it in school. Everywhere, it's everywhere. So your observation lens has no choice but to engage it at some point. Pass way judgment about how people spending their money. Who, who, drop eight dollars or fifteen dollars on a show, and they first they say they're giving it to a white man. Whatever. You got a phone bill that you're paying every month, which I'm sure is much more than sixteen dollars, my friend. You're going to buy cigarettes, which is much more than eight dollars, my friend. You see, but you don't look at it that way because a large lens isn't focused on that particular thing in the now moment. But all of those people who say that eight and sixteen dollars, you can guarantee that they're giving that to some white organization times five every month, every month. Which, which, which which probably in some cases offer some things that's detrimental to them in some cases. But people are sitting around here tripping because people are going to take their kids and their family to go see a movie about black royalty, about black culture. They pissed off about that. And then they come with these whack Then one dude, I see, come out, oh, We're focusing too much on the royalty. We need to focus on the impoverished state. Well, don't get too comfortable to talking about the good side. We need to talk about the bad. And I think, are you kidding me? Look at what happens. Look what happens in the brain of an individual who's been in the fight and flight mode for so long that even when something good comes along to benefit the people's morale, self-esteem, and self-image, they still have to find an opposing argument to lessen the dose or the placebo shot that's being injected to the people who need it the most and then turn around and say something like, we need to focus on the impoverished side of Africa and black people in America. Are you serious? Have you watched the news the last 60 years? Have you read the newspaper the last 60? Have it, like where are you, What rock have you been under? Like, we're talking about masses. Every day you go in the gas station, on the front page paper, it's something about some black person who did this. They show on the news, it's a mugshot of a cat off your block, right? It's murder. It was 20 shot in Chicago last week. It was, ra- it was some racism done to somebody in the social world that, got, that was done bad. It's, it's like, what do you mean? That's all we've been getting over here, visually, right? Through our auditory sense, like every 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 sense that you can possibly imagine, has been attacked and bombarded with the negative side of the black experience, right? So then, as soon as we get something that shows another side, right? Even though it's fictional, but we already talked about how the mind processes fact and fiction, right? Now we, want, now we want to pull people out of the feel-good zone and stick them right back in the downtrodden zone that they've been in for the last sixty hundred years. Uh, really, at their heart, they're just some angry, miserable, depressed people. So instead, we're going to pull up, We're going to down to that. You get over here. We get, they, 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 you know, they're the happy police. Y'all too happy putting the handcuffs on these niggas. They're they too, they too happy. All of, all of a sudden, you're going to be cultural all of a sudden. All, all of a sudden. But well, you know what? When people first got a hold of Malcolm X or Elijah Muhammad, right? Like, you don't talk about that then when you want to talk about, when people want to talk about their handpicked favorites who've done all this stuff for black people, right? You don't, They don't use that same line of logic there. Like all it might have took is one time for a person to hear the Honorable Elijah Muhammad speak, right, or Malcolm X speak, or Khalid Muhammad. All it took was one time, and that one time was enough to convince this person. Let me change the way that I address this situation. Let me put something else in my in my programming to having to see this reality in a different light, right? Getting happy in because you following they they boss, you following their leader. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool then. Right? But when it's coming in the vein on the big screen and people showing up now, they got their cultural dress on, right? They with their kids. Probably the first time in the year's father's out in the movie theaters with their babies, right? All these different types of expressional exchanges going on here, right? And they're so dirty that they wanna pull that away and say, No. Now, y'all, y'all, it's not at all. Now all of a sudden, that's key. now all of a sudden, yeah, you're right, yeah, now all of a sudden. And now because all of a sudden, that can trigger the same change that it triggered in that person who you like to follow, that it had an effect on you for the first time all of a sudden. See, all of a sudden, it's still a moment in time. So right before it was, you was that same regular Joe Blow who was selling crack, who was beating your woman, who was prostituting your body, who was, then? one moment, all of a sudden, you heard this person speak, and it changed your life. So all, all it takes is an all-of-a-sudden moment. So when people be like, all of a sudden, I'll be looking at them like, well, hey, let a yeah, you're right, all of a sudden. That's all of it, it takes. And if you knew anything about the astrological craft, all of a sudden is Uranus, which is a shock. Shock. It shocks you to see something different, to feel something different. A change occurs to something spontaneous. That's how it usually happens. You see? So, um hold on y'all. That's how it usually happens. So so get off your your Trojan horses around here with your shields and your armor, you know, and you gotta look at it and you ain't got to do nothing, but I'm just laying out to you how some of these arguments and some of these slogans and the way that people are addressing this thing is absolutely insane. And I ain't even to get on the conspiracy stuff now. I'm gonna take it easy on that. I I don't even feel like going down that vein. But um, what else we got here? So just to get into a couple scenes in the movie, and then maybe I can open up these lines. Let me see what's going on here on this
0: computer. Uh. Uh, uh, wait a minute y'all uh,
1: Give me one moment Let me see something here Alright so um, Alright so anyways I want to get into a few scenes Right um, that I really enjoyed out of the movie Hope it's not a spoiler I hope everybody here watched the movie um, I'm not going to spoil it too much. We're we'll going to talk about a couple of things that relates to my craft and how I employ these techniques and these practices. In the movie, um, because they said, he, how does the Panther get his powers? And I'm trying to empower y'all tonight. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm, trying to, I'm attempting to empower y'all to understand your own human technology so that you can become the best version of yourself and that we can get on a resonance together to have an impact on a large body of people. Okay? So it's twofold. But in the movie, they said that the Black Panther received his supernatural ability from taking this elixir from this heart-shaped plant. Okay? And but you notice in the movie, when he takes this heart-shaped plant, they put him through a ceremony that he has to lay down like in a ditch, like he's being buried, right? And then they give him the elixir from the hard-shaped plant, right? And then he goes into the ancestral realm, which is which is the way that indigenous people describe the quantum field. I'm giving you the scientific modern-day term for what science has discovered but what ancient people call the spirit world, the ancestral world, the Akashic record—all of these different terms that we throw around and talk about the unseen plane of existence—what they're talking about is the quantum field or the way where all potentiality exists. Okay. So now, in this scene, and I, this is—I I hope some of my members on the line like Y'all gonna appreciate this because I've been teaching y'all and training y'all. On this phenomenon, since the moment that you've been a part of this thing, D, when you watch the scene similar to the movie Get Out, you know when she dropped them down into what they call the sunken place, right? And people, you they took their term around with it too, but they well, they really didn't get into the side of right? it. Was they just considered the sucking place when you when you black and you dating a white person, you were in the sucking place?
2: Yeah, that's the
1: surface stuff, but we but what really denotes you know, consciousness slipping into Um, the underworld or the quantum field or all of these different um, dominions, right? So what happened was when he took the elixir, what was the first thing that happened in his mind? He went back to a traumatic experience. He went back to when he saw his father being killed at that embassy and he tried to save his life, trauma. Now, for those that are familiar, I talk about it sometimes and all the time about how trauma, although it is still responsible for shrinking the hippocampus, can also be a trigger to have a spiritual experience happen. We see this in a lot of the case studies with people with epilepsy in the temporal lobes, okay, that are part of the lymphic brain. But what happens is when a person goes through a traumatic experience, right, their consciousness shifts, right? They've got pathways that become open that aren't normally open under quote-unquote regular circumstances. This can be induced consciously without trauma if you exercise the same structure responsible, which is the hippocampus that I spoke about earlier. So in this scene, he traveled to a place of trauma first. Then when he got past the trauma, the next place he went to was the place where his father was residing in this peaceful place where these panthers were all in the trees and his ancestors were there with his dad. And he's having this whole conversation about he's not ready to be the king, et cetera, et cetera, Then he gets the confirmation from his dad on the spirit plate, and when he comes back, he's ready to rock and roll as T'Challa, king of Wakanda, etc., etc. He's got his Black Panther powers now that he's been to the ancestral Realm. He's ready to go, right? Now, if you follow the, some of these religious books, which really ain't religious books, They're really quantum books so you understand what the hell is going on inside of them. It was trauma, then it was joy. That was the sequence. Trauma, my daddy died. Joy, I got to see my father again. I'm happy I can go on about my mission. But where do we see that in the scripture? Before this personification called Christ goes out to do his thing, what happened? First, he went through the trauma or the negative experience of this personification called the devil, who was doing what? All of this antagonizing. Jump from the cliff. You the son of God. The angels will come and save you. Do all of these things. And the Christ is like, No, 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 no. Right? Then the moment after he says, Enough of that, what's the very next thing that happened? They say, and And then the angels ministered unto Christ. And then he went out from there and he went about his ministry. So it's it's not factual in the sense of a person in the story, although it is factual for people who awaken to that level of consciousness. So in one sense, it's not true history. But in the same breath, it is because it's a pattern. It's an archetype for man. Man or woman when they awaken to that level in consciousness. So they, you can't get away from these motifs. They're there. This is how this thing works when you get to that level of awareness. So it's trauma, then it's joy. That's, 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 that's the formula. Same thing happened when they dropped killer off. They didn't switch the pattern. He went back to what? Went back to see His old man being dead, et cetera, et cetera, in the same spatial location. What you'll learn about the hippocampus is it governs all of your spatial orientation, which is why it has the ability to lay out a geographical landscape when you've never put your foot there physically. You see, they kept taking you back to a space. All of my members, y'all know about the positron path. I teach you guys how to relocate in space because when you do that, you trigger something inside of that thing. And I'm not going to go into too many details. You're going to have to come on the inside to get that. But for my members, y'all know what I'm talking about tonight. So they were showing you the dynamic of how to tap into the ancestral plane, right, into the greater version of yourself on the level of light, right, because when, they threw, when T'Challa got spanked by a killer mother, and he threw him over into the water, and, and, the, and that tribe that was down in the snow, that wasn't but representation of the people who refused to come into modern time. That's why they were down there in all that cold, all that snow. And that's why he told her from the first fight scene when he challenged T'Challa, he told her, you guys have broken away from tradition with all your technology and stuff. So that was a play on the old heads who just want to stick to the same old formula, right, you know, even though it's not benefiting them in no way, and they and they mad and upset because ain't nobody rocking with them like that, you know what I mean? But anyway, so uh, they were showing you in these scenes how to activate the potential in you to, to, to pull down on this level through time and space, how to create the reality around you. And then once you do that, you step into the reality as if it already exists. You see? So I thought that was a really, really, really powerful scene and imagery for people to understand the structure inside of your being that's responsible for allowing you to be able to have those experiences. Okay? Um... I don't know. I, I think I think I don't want to touch on too much of it. Uh, sister, she was like, um, you know, she ain't seen the movie, yet. so I don't want to spoil it too much. I don't want to give it away because I know it's still early. People haven't checked. but um, I think I'm gonna conclude there because I don't want to. I don't want to be ranting all night. But if anybody, and it's been a minute since I've been back here on these boys, so forgive me if I'm a little sloppy back here. Um, if there's anybody that has a question or a comment, please feel free. I think you got to press 1, and then I'll see it back here in the queue. If you got your hand up, uh, if you got a question, press 1, and I think it will alert me back here that you got a question add on to the bill tonight. Let me see. So anybody, let me see. See, Caller from the five eight six eight one nine. You got your hand up? Yeah, what's going on? It's your man from Detroit, Rich Machine. What's up, uh, Mr. Drew? What's poppin', man? I've been reading your post for the past since the movie dropped and everything. I seen all the comments, I seen I seen the fight and everything. And um, I'm, I'm gonna keep it short. And you already know that I'm, you know, I'm 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 a soldier under the priesthood. So you know, I'm in the background, just just learning for the past four years with you guys. And um, I'm
0: gonna say a mm-hmm. couple
1: words. Black people, when we seen um Black Panther, far I haven't seen it yet. I started to watch it online, but I didn't do it. I'm gonna go down the street to the um theater this weekend and check it out live with the stereo. But anyways. One thing about, I took a course a couple of years ago, you know, cognitive behavior, and it was discussing the sagittal plane which sits in the brain, which you refer to the hippocampus mm-hmm. and, you know, parts of the brain. Now, one thing mm-hmm. about black people right now with all the Black Panther phenomenon, we don't have an amount, You know, due to, i seen the comment my brother was talking about the Palestinians and all that other stuff. Okay, we know all that. Like you say, the lower nature of the mind as far as violence, uh, crime and everything, we always attracted to, you know, the negative images. Now, Black Panther, far as I know, the city, Wakanda, I don't know the details of the movie, but I can already tell that it's a beautiful picture because in cognitive behavior, spatial recognition um, outlines far as like what your consciousness can actually perceive in your mind without anything. So it's like right. when the movie came out, all the religious, political, Facebook, social media, etc., any any platform had a say so opinion and you know like 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 the um brother that was um uh, conversing with you the other day, you know, people gotta open their minds. Like they took them chains and and beat our ancestors so bad to where in the new age right now people are not even trying to go into their fourth dimension mind and create the space around them, the environment. Because after I get off this uh, platform, this phone call, I'm going to go on my timeline. I'm about to change the timeline up. Because I just got inspired on a whole nother level. we not using imagination to create heaven on earth. That's, right. that's basically uh, a city like Wakanda. No matter what the politics was in the movie, black versus black, whatever. Okay, that's cool. That's just That's Hollywood. But I know where you you and Pooh definitely been hitting that for years. This ain't nothing new. So
0: mm-hmm. it's just
1: like the rest of the people that I mm-hmm. know, as far as, as following me, we're going to play with the imagination, create stuff. You know, I can walk down the street and find a $100 bill tomorrow. That's the type of stuff we own. I, have, I do uh-huh. it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, man. Yes. That's what it is. I mean, and you be seeing I be posting it. Like, man, they, and I'm telling you, the people have no idea what they're missing out on because they're choosing yes. to stay in a 200-year, 300-year, 5,000-year past. They, they have yes. no idea, man. And, and one of the brothers that was at one of the releases, I had posted this too, he said, the brother said, our myth is as important as our Reality. This is a black man who's part of the creative cast work for the movie, who who said this, and he gets it. The person who controls the mythos controls the perception of the masses, because man likes to remember legends. It, it, that, that's just the way that we're made. But you know, it's 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 it's, it's it just takes. It takes time, man. It takes time and it takes people willing willing and to I, 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 entertain a different level yeah. of data. And I felt I felt I felt the pulses. You know, you could feel the vibration in through the internet. When you really in the frequency, like when I was reading your posters and I was reading all the other people and everything, I felt the energy of it because I paid it, I, I peeped out something else. When no, when them um, negro sales went Two eighteen, two hundred eighteen million. Well, the date was two eighteen, two thousand eighteen. So I went in the um Kabbalistic Encyclopedia, and a two eighteen number came out mm-hmm. as Briar in the creation world. You get what I'm saying?
0: So, and then mm-hmm. I heard the um uh, mm-hmm. Drake
1: song. Drake just released the song, God's Plan. And um, I That's tried right. them together. Right. And then That's we right. already know the sun. The sun just went into Pisces. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, mm-hmm. the second week, the movie, the sales going be phenomenal. This guy might do half a billion sales. It, it might be more money in the second week than the first week, man. You know, you're right. It's huh? Pisces, it's fame, it's it's imagination, it's movie, it's it's acting, it's all that type of thing. So you're right, but um, but no, man, you 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 definitely tying the links together, that might be over some people head on the line when we start to get into that encyclopedia. Five. But I know what you're saying. You, you, you're coming from the causation world. It's coming from the level of causation, not effect. But yeah, man, I appreciate you coming through, Rich, man. always love, man. Appreciate you down in the D-Man. No, down. coming no, through and rocking no, with the priesthood while we were there, man. No doubt. I'm in the background. <laughs> Absolutely, man. So Peace, man. Thank you for coming on. For sure. Peace, peace, my brother. Yeah. Let me see here. Anybody else want to come on and um, speak or ask a question, press 1, and uh, I should be able to... Unmute your live. Anybody press one? Okay, I think I got somebody here. A couple people. All right, hold on. Let me see. Caller from the 510366.
3: Hey, Jew, it's Coleco. Call call. What's happening? <laughs> what's the word I am thoroughly uh enjoying all your posts thoroughly enjoying tonight and so my as I'm listening as I'm receiving what you're saying you know me being the social worker that I am I'm really hearing that ultimately when we are seeing these people they I'm I'm looking at their state of being right you know how you and I get down it's all about the state of being mm mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. When you say we're dealing with shrunken brains, we're dealing with limited capacity to even, even when good things are happening, the stress trigger just kicks up. Even though it's, even though Mm -hmm. on the grand scale, this is such a beautiful happening phenomena because it's new Mm -hmm. because it, you know, and, and the level, I know we always talk about lift them up, but what, What is your advice when you're engaging, when you're at your job and you're running across people who you can tell that this, even though it's a wonderful thing, has triggered their stress? What do you uh, advise to do in the moment? Because if you start kicking facts, if you start saying, well, this and this and this, you know, people will just dig in where they're at. Uh-huh. So what do you advise? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, you and I, we do a lot of pre-paving, right? We do a lot of pre-intention before we even engage in those conversations. And, but what do you ascribe to the newer people who are really learning about how to set your intention for the day, how to, how to come into meeting somebody who's really on some, you know, oh, what, 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 to try to decrease uh-huh. their stress in the moment so they can receive the good.
1: Well, this is a great question, and this is the best way that I feel I can answer it. A lot of people who are in these states of depression, who are who have got a lot of bags and weight on them, uh, what they tend to do is they tend to respect facts. They do. Because as far as they're concerned, their life is factually messed up. This happened to them. They won't deny it. They can't deny it. This is what happened, and this is why I am the way that I am. So uh, one way going about it is is to give them, quote, unquote, factual information, and that requires for you to be armed with something that you can present to them right off the top of your head that's like, you know what, go check this out because this can help you with that situation, or this can point you in a direction where you can kind of see where, you're guiding yourself in a, in a direction that's taking you spiraling down versus lifting yourself up, you know. And then sometimes you just got to ask people, do you want to be happy, right? You just start it there because if you can sense a person's depressed and they're mad, you just ask them, would you like to be joyful, you know? Do you think gratitude is something that you could start to get into? Like you ask them and you probe and you see, and if they are Willing to accept it from that point or from that level, you can introduce things to them because they got to be willing to. In order for somebody to accept something, they got to be open for it. They got to. And so, the most and the best way before you start spinning back is to ask questions. Because I've learned that even though a person may be full of venom and what they're saying can be loaded with venom, if you respond to them in a question, it takes away some of the venom in which they were initially trying to spew because now it's a 50-50 game. If I'm asking a question, it doesn't necessarily mean I'm for you and it doesn't necessarily mean I'm against you. But if you're intelligent enough to forge the question in a way that's going to uh, persuade them in a specific direction, then I think that's a good way to go. And then once they see that you're not there to fight them on their facts, right? But you're there to give them an opportunity to to explore some more facts that can coincide with their condition, then you may be able to go somewhere with it, right? And then in some cases where that person's just not they're not gonna turn on, they're not gonna wanna have to hear anything that you gotta say, and at that point our wisdom has to kick in. Like, the other day, I'm going, it's one dude. He's trying to go back and forth with me. And at some point, I just gave him the the, the okay. Okay, go ahead. Because it's not it's not happening here. You know what I mean? So at some point, even we can't reach that person. But we got to understand that we can't get to it right now. And then make your life and your living example of what you're doing be so vibrant that people who are in a depressed state, people who are down on their luck, when they see you advancing, when they see you propelling your life in an upward spiral, then that gets people to ask questions. That intrigues people to become curious. But what the hell is Nicole doing? So a lot of times it could be just by example that it get a a person's attention to want to know. Right, because people genuinely want to be happy. I don't think no people, nobody wakes up and says I want to be pissed off. Today. It just don't, That's not that's not a natural thing. So I think those few methods are ones that you can kind of employ with those type of people.
3: Thank you. No problem. No problem. Anybody
1: else on the line? Y'all, what's gonna happen? What's that? They logged me out. Anybody else? Hold on one second. They didn't kick me out of here. Hold on. Let me see if I can get back in. Hold on. If you got your hand up, I'm going to get back to you. Give me a second here. They kicked me out, but I'm back in. So let me see here. Uh, Any. Okay, I think I. Wait a minute. I think I got some. I don't know if I got this brother already. Hold on one second. Wait a minute. Uh, wait a minute. Caller from the five eight six eight one nine. Oh, this is rich. Yeah, we already chopped it up. It's me. Uh, oh, okay, okay. All right. Okay, my fault, bro. My fault. All right. I got a caller from the two six seven
2: two three five. Caller from the two six seven two three five. Greetings, Minister Juice Nefertiti. How are you? Hey, what's up, sis? How you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. So I am like, I've been on cloud now for a few days. Um, Before I saw the movie, I did a lot of research, and um, I I noticed that you post something about false accusations of Europeans being attacked. So I started to, Mm -hmm. um, well, is it really true that they're even angry Mm -hmm. about the movie? And it turns out it's not. Like, Mm -hmm. they've been... Um, really supportive of the Comic-Con series, you know, as comic book fans. And I think they were Mm -hmm. just as much, if not more, excited because they've been waiting for it longer than most of us. Um, Myself in particular, Mm -hmm. I just got excited when I heard it was coming out. But they've been excited for as long as they've been involved in comics. And so I did a lot of research. Mm -hmm. I watched a lot of uh, YouTube videos and just saw so many um, different people from different backgrounds and different nationalities that just love the comic and are just so excited about it. So I found that a lot of the narratives that people are putting out aren't actually even the case. So I started sharing a whole lot of the more positive um, videos that I came across, and um, mm-hmm. of course, Whitaker... He literally, like, if you watch the um, the interviews that a lot of the cast members are doing, they always either mention the word visualization, but he was the only one that I recall actually mentioned the word quantum and actually talk about how mm-hmm. the movie is going to help bring the quantum into reality. Like, he literally said that. I think I shared you. Um, I tagged you on it because I went, oh, my goodness, like, they they know what they're doing, um, and they understand that that film is the best way to do it because you're already going to get the people to visualize it if they're watching it. You know, they don't have to sit there That's and right. try to practice visualization. So um, it's got me excited. I'm, like, trying to write songs <laughs> and articles uh-huh. and
0: books uh-huh.
2: for my uh-huh. own self, you know, for my own personal um <clears throat> Uh, manifestation. So I just wanted to share that with everybody else that, you know, writing your own stories or um, doing your own videos where you can kind of project the reality that you want into your life um, through something that you can watch, you know, and enjoy and be entertained by is is something that I got out of this whole thing. So thank you because it's just a confirmation. Hey. It's not like you. I, I you will know. <laughs> pick.
1: I appreciate you coming on and share that because what's funny, all of these people in the movie, Chad, Mike, uh, uh, Ford, all these dudes is talking visualization and quantum, right? And yep. all these knuckleheads out here in the in the in the in the in the, in the, from the gallery yelling, "Oh, it ain't just a movie. Oh, it's just right. is. Oh," and I'm
2: like, like. But like, but listen to like, like people y'all, keep saying make believe, and it's like yes that's what they doing. And that's they're so, trying to make you believe. Don't you get it? Like that's right. Y'all arguing, right. but they right. telling you that's what they're right. doing.
1: That's right. That's right. That's right. It's awesome, man. It's it, it's awesome. I'm just I'm a hey, I'm just glad to be a vessel here for the crowd of people that 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 are in my reach to help people. And people like you to come on and, and, and add on and verify and make it crystal clear. If I may have missed something, I appreciate you for sending me the videos and, and inboxing me, all this, all that stuff, man. It's, it's, it's great, and I, and I appreciate you. Oh, I appreciate you
2: too, man. Ju. Y'all all have a good night.
1: All right, you too now. All right, I got a call up. 310 Call up from the 813-310.
0: You live. Alright. Good night. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah, I, I saw the movie this weekend with my cousin, and, I mean, a lot of thoughts was going through my mind. You know, a lot of people would say, oh, well, it's from, it's being funded by the white man. But for me personally, watching the movie, I felt like they were, like in this timeline, things are coming out, and it's like I—I literally felt some people felt like it was fiction, but I felt like they were telling our story. Like they had to reveal it, like for the sh- for the shift to happen. And this time, you know, when people, black people or people of color, their consciousness is being awake. I feel like this is happening because they have to allow it, this type of knowledge to come forth, and you know. Images everything. When the black people see that, it creates, it helps create that shift. They can, um, like you said, the imagination. So it it keeps the the ball. They're gonna by seeing this more and more, they're gonna create that reality for. Them, I think.
1: Absolutely, it's no different. Now watch this. We're gonna flip the table on. It's the same argument, but but this one favors them. This is what they tell you. Mm-hmm. They'll say that. Oh, don't buy your baby those. Don't buy your, your daughter those little white baby dolls. Don't, don't put them mm-hmm. little white baby dolls in, in, in your baby house, in your, you know, in your baby arms. Buy your baby a black baby doll. Now, that's not a real baby, right? It's not, it's not a real baby. Baby ain't crying. You got to change no diapers. Mm-hmm. You got to put no waxy in the baby. You got to do none of that, right? But mm-hmm. the, yeah. the, the pro-black people on the other side of the argument who are trying to make a case that is just fiction and we're putting too much into it, we'll use mm-hmm. the same argument, right, when it works in their favor, when the principle is the same. It's the same yeah. thing, because you know what? The little girl going to grow up, so you, She she's going to, you know, all of the psychological things about white people, and they're better, and I should treat them like this, and all of the, mm-hmm. it's cool then. It's cool when that's the argument. But now they want to try to say, oh, it's just a movie. It's no big deal. It ain't real. Yeah, you see, it's just right. when in the light, in the light of reason, when you put uh-huh. the light of reason on all of this rhetoric, it does not pan out. It don't. So I appreciate you, brother, coming on to share that. You know, to make it even clearer how you feel about it because it's important. It's got to be personal. People need to have a personal experience from what they're going through. Um, and so it's cool, man, to hear from brothers, because a lot of times brothers don't even call in and say nothing. So I appreciate you, man, for calling in and, and adding on, too.
0: Thank you. Hold
1: them
3: up. All right, so let me see what we got here. Um...
1: Caller from the eight one zero nine three one. Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on.
0: Hold on. Let me refresh. This is acting kind of funny.
1: Give me one second, y'all. <clears throat>
3: Give me one second, everybody. This thing is packing
0: up. Let me see here. Hold on, hold on. Y'all bear
1: with me. Y'all bear with me.
0: Let me go back in the studio. Give me a second. Give me a second. I don't know what's happening here.
1: It's just moving super strong. So, but anyways, y'all, so um so yeah. Yeah, I don't know if this thing don't come back online. I don't know. I think I had another caller or two. I
0: definitely wanted to
1: get to your calls. But anyways, um in any event, uh if this thing don't come back online here and you guys can still hear my voice, make sure you get to the website the dot com click on the shops tab, go down to webinars. I'm having a powerful one-day workshop, quantum vision board, March 4th. I'm um, really going to be getting it in, dealing with these principles to help people uh, achieve their personal goals, their personal dreams, etc. cetera. Um, so if you guys want to rock with that, visit the website, theimaginationguru.com. And from there... You can um, click on the Shops tab and then Webinars, and you'll be able to participate from there. Anybody who may be interested in coming to uh, Memphis with us on the Spring Equinox Getaway, visit MyAstrologyCoach.com. Click on Retreats, and you'll be able to participate with us from there Um, and come rock with us for the weekend. Uh, on a getaway and uh, have a real good time on that retreat. I don't know, y'all. This thing is acting real funny back here in the studio all of a sudden. And I don't know why it is, but it is. Let me, hold on, y'all. Let me try something else here for a second. Let me try something else. Let me try something else. Let me see. I don't know, I might be a rap. it might be a wrap. It might be a wrap. I don't know it's going on. It's moving real slow. But nonetheless, y'all, um, I appreciate y'all coming out this evening to share this time with me, uh, give, give me an opportunity to give y'all my perspective on this film and um, really a larger perspective on how we can engage this type of wave, how we can engage this type of energy, how we can take it and become alchemists, and utilize it to create change on this plane of existence that we're all on. I kind of went over that in detail in a pop-up webinar that I did last Thursday surrounding the movie. Um, so that was pretty dope. But, uh, but, yeah, y'all, so get to the website, theimaginationview.com, myastrologycoach.com, and from there you guys be able to participate with us further. And I'm just going to sign out this thing is acting kind of bogey. So, I don't know. I might get back on this thing, start utilizing this blog talk because the lines are pretty full tonight. Appreciate y'all coming out and use this as a medium to be able to express this wisdom to as many people who can, who can comprehend it. So, with that, I want to say peace to everybody. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for asking for questions. Thank, thank you for sharing
0: your experience. And with that, Minister Jew, pre is signing out. Peace.